When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm David Marsden from The Evening Standard, and thank you for listening to The Leader. Please do subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on our news, interviews and analysis. And please give us a rating too, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from The Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. OK, so I need a scratch. Well, could injections like this be happening in GP surgeries around the country, around the world, maybe even starting before the end of the year? We have an announcement that's achingly close to the one we've all been hoping for. A frontrunner in the global race to secure a coronavirus vaccine has been found to be more than 90% effective at preventing the disease. But when can we get it? How do we get it? If it really does work, how hard will it be getting it to everyone? Professor Carol Sakura, a former director of the World Health Organization's cancer program, knows an awful lot about those questions, and he's with me now. Carol, first of all, Pfizer and BioNTech are making this vaccine. They're calling it a great day for science and humanity. Now, is that true, or are they overstating it a bit? I think it's a little bit of an overstatement, but the pharma industry loves to blow its own trumpet, and uh, it's a reasonable assumption. Here you are at the cusp of the launch of a, a vaccine, that's causing, hopefully, a solution to the biggest public health problem I've certainly seen as a practicing doctor. There'd be nothing like it in my career. And hopefully, this can help it come to an end. So this is what they're announcing here, the results of phase three. They've tested it on nearly 44,000 people. But the testing doesn't stop here at phase three, does it? What happens next? What happens, it goes into practice. Every patient is monitored, not patient. These are just clients that are getting the vaccine and monitored closely. Any side effects are noted. And it's really important to keep that data. Um, how we select the patients is going to be up to individual purchasers, individual governments. And the logical way is to do frontline health staff to start with, and then the most vulnerable groups, the over 80s, and, uh, and then to work downwards and to keep it. The university students wait to the end of the, uh, the line, if you like. They won't be too pleased about that. But uh, maybe the medical students will be allowed to get it first. But no, seriously, the important thing is that you have a priority order because you can't do everyone in the first week. It's going to take two or three months before it really rolls out in any large amounts. It, remember, it's not approved. It's just the data look good. That's all that's been released. Yeah, and they have warned that the efficacy could change. They may find other side effects. But at this late stage, 
in your experience, do things go wrong at this point? I think it's likely this is going to work. The drawbacks of this vaccine, which is quite elegant, it's using RNA, made RNA, genetic information, which is injected into a muscle just by injection, intramuscular injection, and the, our own muscle cells make viral proteins. So we all know the spike protein, the little bobs on the, the Sputnik-like molecule or children can draw and so on. So it's against the spikes. And that spike protein is going to be made by humans when this has been injected. The downside is that the RNA, the structure that's being injected, needs to be kept very cold, minus 70, minus 80 degrees. So you haven't got anything like that in your household fridge, nor has your GP in his surgery. And whilst it's relatively easy to solve in the UK or a rich country, if you're in a poor, hot country, Southern Africa, for example, Sub-Saharan Africa, it becomes really difficult to keep that cold chain, especially in rural areas. There are no fridges. And these Deep fridges are very expensive. So Pfizer are talking about being able to supply 50 million doses by the end of this year, 1.3 billion by the end of 2021. Is that it then? Is coronavirus done? Are we all going to be able to just rush out and get our vaccine? The problem will be that some people won't become immune, but hopefully they'll be protected by those that are, this concept of herd immunity or collective immunity. And once you get a reasonable portion, 60 to 70% of the population immune, whether it's due to infection by the virus or it's due to vaccination, then the virus has nowhere to run and it stops and the pandemic is over. So there's no doubt it is a great day in, in terms of the vaccine works and it's going to be a great tool to reduce it. We're still going to have problems, but we're going to get out of them probably faster with the vaccine than we would have done without the vaccine. Professor Carol Sakura there now. Here's another moment Downing Street's been waiting for, the US president-elect to call the Prime Minister. But it appears Boris Johnson is some way down Joe Biden's list. Our political editor Joe Murphy is with me now. And Joe, is that call coming soon? Well, I can tell you, David, that the phone call hasn't happened yet. And my sources at number 10 are telling me not to expect it to happen today at all. Uh, Mr Biden is busy drawing up executive orders to try and undo the Trump legacy. And uh, so he's probably not going to get round to it. But the big question is definitely, will he ring uh, Mr Johnson at the same time or in Boris Johnson's dreams ahead of those other big European leaders like Angela Merkel and Emmanuel Macron? And of course, there is some history between Joe Biden and Barack Obama with Boris Johnson. And it's not all been plain sailing, has it, Joe? I, I remember like yesterday that amazing day when Barack Obama came over to London in the middle of the Brexit referendum battle. And he had a very productive meeting with David Cameron. And he said that Britain would be going to the back of the queue if there was uh, a trade deal to be done because the trade deal between America and the EU would take priority. Um, and Boris Johnson, who replied at the time, he said he thought that the president's part Kenyan ancestry may be influencing his stance, making him slightly anti-British. Now, Barack Obama was furious at that, um, not surprisingly, because it sort of implied that his policies were driven by his colour and uh, family history. And Joe Biden has 
clearly shown through colleagues that he feels that that was very off-colour. However, there's a big difference. Joe Biden wasn't president at the time. He is now. And Boris Johnson wasn't prime minister at the time, and he is now. And when these guys do meet, they'll be meeting as president and prime minister of two countries that have always had a very close partnership on a series of issues, and Britain has always striven to try and keep the relationship as special as it can be. None of those None of those things are going to change with the change of president. Um, The transactional foreign affairs relationship will exist. Ultimately, does it really matter when Joe Biden phones Boris Johnson? Does it it make a difference if it's below Germany, ahead of Germany, ahead of France, behind Greece or wherever? Is it actually that important? Well, a, a senior number 10 official said to me this morning, you guys are going to get excited about this, meaning you guys in the media, but really we're not that excited about it. Um, his point is that number 10 regards the substance of the relationship as the most important thing. And there's plenty of grounds for a substantial relationship. Climate change, Britain's chairmanship of the COP26, for example, will be one of the big first international meetings next year that will allow Biden to take his place on the world stage and Britain's organising it. So that's a useful sort of step. But it does matter in terms of perceptions. And if the perception is that Britain has lost some of its influence because of Brexit, which in the US's eyes it has, because the US always saw Britain as a bridge to the United States of Europe. We can't be a bridge when we don't actually land um, between the two countries anymore. So perceptions matter in politics, and if Mr Johnson is seen to have lost his edge, that will, that will be remembered. You can read more about these stories in the Evening Standard and at standard.co.uk. The Leader podcast is back tomorrow. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.